From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. This week, the 10th of Elul is the Yorzit of the Hedek Tzadik Rav Pinchas of Korzer, one of the earliest and closest students of the Holy Baal Shem Tov. His close friend, Rav Yechiel Michov's Lotichov, also a student of the Baal Shem Tov, had a terrible case of pneumonia and he couldn't shake it. The son of Rav Yechiel Michov went to Rav Pinchas for a bracha. And before he could even open his mouth, Rav Pinchas says, I know why you're here. Tell your father he's got to eat cheese. Cheese, he's got pneumonia. No, you don't understand. Your father's eating is on the level of the Kohen eating kachim. And he stopped eating cheese because he wanted to separate himself from the vanities of the world. But you should know that the angel of cheese now has a lean on your father. Because when he was eating cheese, all the cheese in the world was elevated. So tell him if he wants to get better, he needs to eat cheese. He went back to Zlotichov. Before he could even open his mouth, his father says, You were by Rav Pinchas, right? What did he say? He said, Ta, you got to start eating cheese again. And that's what happened, and he got better. I said this wonderful story over on Shabbos. I connected it to the idea of elevation of fear. And I said, just like we said, don't be afraid of fear, now we can say, don't be afraid of the cholent. Let's go deeper in our series of not being afraid of fear and look at a verse from Devarim, chapter 22, verse 14. You shall surely tide the produce of the field year by year, and you shall eat before Hashem in the place that He has chosen to rest His name, so that you will learn to fear Hashem all of your days. On this verse teaches the Holy Tzvah in the name of His Zedi the Chidush Rim. From here we learn that when one eats in the mode of a mitzvah, holy eating, this produces all Vashem. This eating process is not just keeping yourself alive or satiating your hunger or quieting your desires. This is a holy act of elevation of the food to its root. And through this process of eating properly, a person is literally going to experience this all Vashem, which is one of the big payoffs in human existence, which is called Ha'ar Sarot This is the absolute climax of Yira, which we don't call fear anymore, we call it all. This is an ongoing spiral upwards, fear and love, love and fear, always spiraling up higher. The idea is like this. There's something called the intertwining of good and bad in food. On the simplest level, we all know that you can't just stuff into your mouth a bunch of wheat. You have to first cut them, then you have to thresh them, then you have to grind them, you have to take out the bran, then you have to sift it. This is all an aspect of of making clarifications, biurim. After that food clarification process, there's also there's a spiritual clarification. The Svasemis is going to teach us that this intention is an integral part of you getting the most out of your food. 
If you really want to be powerful and you really want to do what a human being is supposed to do, which is elevate the lost sparks that were lost in the first day of creation, you need to have this intention. Okay, so there's something called Taravas, and it needs a clarification. Aval, achilas, hamaiser, ein tzorach birur. Why doesn't a levi or a kohen that's eating tides need a clarification? Because the process was already done by the person sanctifying this food and saying this 10% is holy. When I'm eating holy food, similarly, when I'm eating Shabbos food, I'm eating holy food, this holy food that doesn't need a clarification is automatically going to instill in me a feeling of awe. This is what Rav Nachman calls the shining of will that comes at the time of eating. He explains further, the food has to be nourishing for the soul as well as the body because there's this intertwining of good and bad. The bad is going to hold it back from the food affecting the soul in a positive way. When the good is extracted from the husks, then the food elevates the person. So too on Shabbos, that the eating on Shabbos is totally different than the eating during the rest of the week. And that's why I said, don't be afraid of the cholent. Even though you can't touch cholent during the week <laughs> because it's dangerous food. But on Shabbos, magically, everything has been elevated even though it might look like it's got a lot of calories and it's got, you know, a lot of meat in there. But on Shabbos, it's rectified. Now, you might think that what the Svas Emes is talking about is only for tzaddikim, people on an exalted level. But Rabbi Nassim strengthens every single one of us and tells us that it's specifically the guy that's sometimes in the gutter He's the one that really has to eat with these intentions. Just imagine for a minute talking to a person who's like maybe an alcoholic or a little bit of an addict or something, you know, and you're telling him, you're going to have ha'orasarotzimishasachila. You're going to experience this awesome awe at the time of eating. And he's thinking to himself, like, what are you talking about? I watched my Facebook page while I'm eating, you know, I, I look at YouTube, I, I don't know what you're talking about. This is the exact opposite of what really happens in real life. Most of the time, they fall in their self-esteem because of their poor behavior. You expect me to be holy? I'm past that. I mean, if, if a person's not on a level of holiness, well, it's clear that his eating is not going to be holy. So Rav Nassim explains here that everybody can do this. Anybody who's in the act of eating is in a place of physicality. He's in danger zone. And that's why I said don't be afraid of the cholent, because you should be afraid of the cholent. Since we're talking here about the guy who's hanging out with these nitsutsos in the low places... So since he's in that low place, he's got to be really careful because he's a big player in this elevation process. So the first thing he's got to do is not give up, not say I'm too far gone. Because not only is he laying in the gutter, but he's also making a, a meal there. 
So he's in the gutter. He knows he's in the gutter. He knows he's a darimata. He knows he's among the fallen sparks. And at the same time, you want him to act like a king. So Rav is saying, you could do it, bro. You can do it. You're the prince. Put on your crown. Put on your gartel. And make a brocho with your shemayim and makasha yourself to the tzaddik. Because you're the man. And don't be afraid. And don't give up. And don't think this is too elevated for you. Not only does a person has to strengthen himself on a daily level not to fall because of his deeds, but especially at the time of eating, a person has to not be a shalomazelnik. He can't be a schlumber. Here is really the place that you're going to either really lose it or the opportunity to pick yourself up. You might have given up on yourself, but I'm telling you, if you're making brachos, you're washing your hands, you're eating kosher, so you should eat with great simcha because Hashem has great delight from your eating. The same is true when it comes to eating on Shabbos. All food on Shabbos has the ability to not pull you down, but lift you up and help you become holier. And specifically in the area of yira. The yira is without kasilas. The yira is elevated why? Because on Shabbos, it's the world of freedom. And a lot of this freedom comes from the joy of Shabbos. And what makes a person happy is the food of Shabbos. You're eating, you're drinking, you're being merry, and I'm giving you reward for your efforts. It's a great deal. He's a wonderful creator. We love him. Enjoy your Shabbos children. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align Podcast.